Hello, and welcome to Your Investment Partners with Paul and Garrett, where we talk about all things financial, focusing on helping you plan, keep, and grow for a successful future. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. And if you're tuning in again, welcome back and thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the very first episode of Your Investment Partners podcast with Paul and Garrett. We're excited to have you today. We're going to be covering a few different things about how and why we got in this business and why we're doing a podcast. My name is Garrett Smith and I look forward to your time with us. Welcome to the podcast. (laughs) We got to get it rolling. Are we going now? I think we're going. (laughs) Well, here we are. Yeah. So I think what we want to kind of talk about uh, is just who we are, how we got into the business, and why we're doing a podcast. So, Paul, why don't you lead us off about how you got in the business? How I got in the business? Well, I remember um, first getting interested in uh, financial stuff. I was probably only about 12 or 13 years old. I uh, went to a state planning meeting with my dad. And uh, I remember the guy's name was Woody Woodward. Really? He, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and he, he worked for a local ins- insurance agent. He was kind of their estate planning guy. And so my dad was setting up his trust and, you know, all the stuff. And I was just, I mean, I'm 12 or 13 years old and I'm just fascinated with this conversation and, you know, him showing his tax laws and estate tax laws and how everything worked. And I just was super interested in that. So that's kind of was my introduction to, uh, you know, financial services business uh, clear back then. And I subscribed to my first financial newsletter when I was probably about 14, 15 years old. I subscribed to Howard Ruff's uh, it was the rough times. So it was like stock picks or? Yeah, he had stock picks and, you know, state of the economy and just all the all the stuff. And uh, then I subscribed to another one, um, Young's Intelligence Report. And those were all, you know, long before college and everything. So I've just, you know, I've always been interested in math. I got fascinated with compound interest, how it works. And, and it just one thing led to another. And it just, I've just never really ever wanted to do anything else. So so you're saving up your milk and cow money to buy financial newsletters. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's how it all got started. So then how did you get going after, you know, through college, after college? So my first real job, uh, other than, you know, working on the farm as a boy and working uh, in my teenage years with my dad on, on construction, was uh, I started selling uh, life insurance for for a guy. Actually, Woody Woodward had retired, and this other guy replaced him. And uh, my wife Pam was working there, and so I, you know, go and see her. And this guy wanted to meet me, and so we talked. And and, and he said, "Hey, why don't you come to work?" And I'm like, "Done." So I just went to work uh, selling life insurance, and. Uh, just kind of been in the business ever since. So about what year was that? Uh, that would have been 1983. So it's it before Pam and I got married. We got married in 84. So 1983, I started, started in the business. So I guess that's been, ooh, that's almost 40 years now. It's coming up fast. Wow. Yeah, so. And then when did you switch kind of from insurance more onto the investment side? Yeah, um, Insurance was was fine. I'm I'm glad I had the background because it, you know, it really helps me 
with, you know, annuity products and we run into life insurance quite a bit, but uh, really investments were, you know, a lot more interesting to me. So I, um, I started studying for my um, securities licenses in 1987 and I got licensed uh, to do mutual funds and stuff like that in the summer of 1987. And uh, that fall, there was one of the scariest market corrections. Uh, they call it the flash crash. In October of 1987, the market went down, I think it was like 20, 22% in one day. Mm. So that was my introduction to uh, the investment side of things. Welcome, huh? <laughs> uh, <yeah>. Welcome, <laughs> welcome to the world of investments, <laughs> where things happen that you don't think are possible. So, but that's how I got started. And of course, I've I've just been a lot more interested in the investment side than the insurance side. And uh, a few years later, I got hired on as a investment officer at First Security Bank, and I worked there for about uh, ten years and. Uh, really met a lot of our current clients there and just had a, a really, really uh, good time working there and developed some really good relationships. And so that's, that's where, that's kind of my history. And then bounce from first, uh, first security, UBS, Wells Fargo, and then independent. That's correct. Yeah. I left first security cause I didn't want to work for Wells Fargo and went to UBS for about 10 years and then needed to move again, um, inked a deal with uh, Wachovia Securities, and we hadn't uh, signed the papers more than a month. And then the financial crisis of 2009 hit, and Wells Fargo bought Wachovia. So I did end up working back for Wells Fargo, and they were fine. We were on the independent uh, platform side, and so it worked out worked out fine. But uh, you know, we've we've since moved on just to inve- ascend investment partners, our our current IRA platform, and we're com- totally in- independent now, and just steer our own ship and buy a lot of research, and it's just the best uh, the best position we've ever been in as far as independence is concerned. It's been a really good move for us, I think. Yeah, I I would agree. You know, I joined you in 2013, and we you were at Wells at the time, and. Uh, uh, there's definitely some good things from there. Um, I think it was a great way to kind of get an education in the business for myself. Um, but then moving to the more independent platform, not like doing it in the middle of COVID, worldwide pandemic, that was that was an adventure. Yeah. Good thing we have some great clients that, you know, stuck with us and, and followed along. And I think it's been a lot better situation. Um, yeah, I agree. Allows us to... Uh, in in all circumstances, put client interests first, and that's been that's been I think really beneficial since we've been uh, fully independent on the RA side. Yeah, um, I never thought I'd end up in this financial business. Uh, it's always been of interest. Studied, it, you know, I paid attention to it through high school. Uh, always had uh, lateral interest, but I studied physics in college. And uh, tell you what, um, the amount of information when you're studying stars and uh, different systems, there's there's not a lot of data you can collect uh, on the physics side because it takes so long to set up experiments. And then you have, and then moving to the financial side, it was it was amazing to see, you know, you have pricing every second of every day. And so mm-hmm. the, the overwhelming amount of data was, was 
uh, something that was a big change. But studying physics in college, and then I got a master's degree in finance. And uh, uh, I guess I don't know how that first conversation went. I don't really remember you know, how we reached the subject of, of coming to work with you. I don't, I don't either. I don't, uh, I don't remember that. It probably just, you know, evolved a little bit over time, just as maybe as an idea. And then as you got more serious, I got a lot more serious because I knew I, you know, needed more help for sure. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, it's worked out to this point, but I was thinking about that. So we were getting ready for this as I, I don't really, remember how it turned into, cause I, I you know, I, I didn't think we'd stay here in Cache Valley. I thought we were headed other places and, uh, it's, it's been great to stay here and, and work in this business. And it, it's been far more re- rewarding than, than what I thought. Um, that's probably where it started. Pam probably pushed it, you know, she wanted to keep her, <laughs> keep her daughter close. So <laughs> probably so, <laughs> but I think it's worked out for everybody. Um, it's, it's worked out for us and, and, uh, I'm assuming it's worked out for you. You uh, haven't kicked me out yet. Absolutely. Other than having to start a podcast, but you know, I'll get used to the idea. Yeah. Well, we just have these conversations anyway. <laughs> Might as well do it in front of a microphone. <laughs> sure. Um, and I think the only other thing on on uh, getting into this business is, uh, is um, how personal it is. I, I think that was one thing that got separated when I was uh, studying college of you kind of close yourself in a room and think about equations and numbers all day and you kind of lose the human side of it. And I think that's what's been really rewarding and and fascinating is uh, decisions in this business, you know, have real world impacts uh, for good or for bad. And, and uh, it's, it's wonderful to see the the impact uh, directly to an individual or to a family uh, versus, you know, Hey, here's a paper that I wrote about, some distant galaxy nobody's ever heard of. <laughs> yeah, I agree. The The personal touch of uh, what we do is just, it's, you know, it's what gets me up every day. I, I just absolutely love it. I, I, I just love the idea of uh, compounding wealth and preserving it and taking care of ourselves in, you know, in re- our, re- our retirement years and stuff. But just uh, the opportunity to help other people kind of wade through uh, just the myriad of hazards out there and the abundance of information, a lot of it faulty and just to be able to, you know, kind of work people through, um, you know, some really trying situations and, and make really super important decisions in their lives. It's just, it's just very rewarding. I've been very blessed to be able to do this for, for 40 years. I just, I just love it every single day. And I I think that kind of, trades over into, um, I think why we're doing a podcast. Uh, you know, I was thinking of oftentimes when we sit down with clients, there's just not enough time to cover everything. You know, we can cover a hundred subjects in an hour and it's still not enough. You know, life's complicated. Finances are complicated and you kind of just have to take it one aspect at a time. And that was one of the motivations for me was, uh, in kind of pushing you to start this, uh, is that it allows us almost extra time because we just can't get to everything in, in, into into an appointment, even if we have multiple times a year. It's just things are always changing. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of times we get uh, similar questions a lot. And so we'll look for opportunities of, you know, if we get the, the same question comes up, uh, you know, from a lot of different people, we'll know, hey, that's a 
you know, we should probably do a podcast on that, just kind of our thoughts and feelings about this particular subject. And, and then, you know, there will be resources available for people that, you know, are interested in a specific subject. They can look back and, you know, just kind of listen to it again or listen to it for the first time to answer some questions they may have. Yeah. I think in finances, education is a big part of it because there's, there's to some degree managing expectations for yourself. Uh, you know, once you get in your retirement years and you go from the accumulation to the spending phase, it's just different. Yes. And, uh, you know, we've seen that time and time again. And so I think, um, being able to have these conversations to, to set expectations and, and get an education about, you know, what the market's done historically, how, you know, these common questions that we, we get so that it's, you know, you, you never want surprises in this as an investor. Uh, they happen. Uncertainties everywhere. Um, but I think history can kind of give us a good anchoring point to at least have a, uh, you know, an understanding of, of what may happen in the future. Right. And just to uh, maintain perspective uh, that, you know, this has happened before, um, you know, this is how we navigate it. And, you know, really, hopefully we, we just put people in a position where they just don't have to worry about their money. We, we try and tell people, don't worry about your money. We, we worry about it. And, and that's our job. And, and we, you know, we invest client dollars just like we do our own. And so we're, we're on top of it. We're serious about it. We want to, uh, make sure that we're making all the right decisions that are possible. And, but it just, you know, through experience, you learn what you should and shouldn't be doing uh, at certain times in the market. And everybody knows you're supposed to buy low and sell high, but emotionally, us included, the tendency is to do just the opposite. You know, we, we, we want to, we want to sell when it's low and, and that's when fear kicks in and, and then we get greedy when things are good and we want to buy, 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 buy when it's high. And we just have to manage uh, those emotions over time. And, and that's how we can have a successful long-term retirement. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think that that was kind of the, the second reason is allowing us to kind of dive deeper into topics, not only go more broad than what we can cover uh, when we're face to face with with clients, but, but get a little deeper and get to the nuance that comes with each of these topics, you know, from investments to annuities, um, to even just, you know, retirement spending and quality of life. There's just, life is full of nuances and you, you just can't get to it all. And, and I think being able to have, have a space where we can get a little deeper on particular topics, um, will allow, uh, will just give us the benefit, uh, over time, um, to kind of gain that perspective. Yeah, I agree. And then, and I think lastly, there's a little bit of a, of a selfish interest, I think, of, of having these so that, you know, they can be shared with others. Um, I think we have some, some good ideas. And um, I think for to have something that clients can pass to family members or friends when they have similar questions and it, it's more of a conversation than a sales pitch or anything, you know, we're not sales guys by any means. It's not what we do. And, and I think leading with, with education is, is a good place for, for a podcast. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. We, there's really never any sales pressure here. We don't, we just don't, never done that, don't need to do that. We're just here to solve problems for people. And, and uh, podcasts are a, a safe way for people to be introduced to your services. You know, they can kind of get to know you a little bit and understand where you're coming from and a little bit about your personality. It comes over and, 
So hopefully this will uh, help people uh, who are curious, but not quite ready to have a sit down with us. So, yeah. Well, is there anything else that you're hoping to get out of doing this podcast? Um, I guess get used to listening to myself on tape. I don't know. It always sounds kind of odd when you're, (laughs) (laughs) when you listen to yourself, do I really sound like that? Yeah, you do sound like that. Oh, well, so. Well, the good thing is all the rest of us already used to how you sound. Yeah, it'll just be unique to me, I guess. That's true. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I think just as a kind of call out as we're wrapping this up is that if anybody listening has particular questions or comments, you know, send them our way so we can dive deeper into topics that you like to hear. Um, Yeah, absolutely. You know. That would be helpful. Yeah. I think we've got plenty on the docket, but we want to make sure it's specific to particularly our clients that um, have, have questions and, and we want to make sure we, we get those covered. Um, but that's all I have. You have anything else? Nope, that's it. Thanks okay. for listening. Thanks for joining us. Take care. Thank you for tuning in and listening to Your Investment Partners with Paul and Garrett. If you like what you heard, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Also, visit us at ascendinvestment.com where you can subscribe to our newsletter to keep you up to date. See you in the next episode. Kessler, Norman, and Ride, LLC, DBA, Ascend Investment Partners, is a registered investment advisor. Advisory services are only offered to clients or prospective clients where our firm and its representatives are properly licensed or exempt from licensure. No advice may be rendered by Ascend Investment Partners unless a client service agreement is in place. The opinions expressed in this podcast are for general informational purposes only and are not intended to provide specific advice, performance data, or recommendations that any particular security, portfolio of securities, transaction, or investment strategy is suitable for any specific person. This program is only intended to provide education about the financial industry. All opinions contained in this podcast are subject to change at any time without notice. To determine which, if any, investments may be appropriate for you, please consult with your financial advisor prior to investing. Any past performance discussed during this podcast is not guaranteed of future results. As always, please remember that all investing involves risk and possible loss.